Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 14, No Words Barred Podcast. I'm your host, Mo, with my co-host over down in Atlanta, Chris Mack. What's going on, man? What's going on, Mo, man? I'm doing all right. You know, just chilling, man. Trying to get through the week. Uh, a lot of fun stuff out coming up through Windpipe, so uh, let's get it going. Right, right, right. So we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, so basically, this is like one, like, and we have said this about a, uh, a few episodes ago. You know, what we like to do every now and then is that we just want to have uh, just a, a, an episode focusing on just one specific topic and just focusing all on that. Uh, whatever it may be, something that may come to our mind, something that we see we normally uh whether it's you know on twitter or whatever the case may be uh on these social networks and stuff like that and uh today th- 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 what we're going to do is discuss uh top 5 list in in sports you know like as far as the significance of them are they really necessary are they ever really necessary is it worth all the stress of trying to come up with these dang top five lists, you know, stuff like that. So that's what we're going to focus on uh, with this episode. But before um, we go into that, I just want to make, uh, it's, I don't want to say it's necessarily a rant, but something that I noticed and something that kind of irks me low-key that I noticed that happens in sports, um, one of the things that, that really pisses me off about sports sometimes is, well, most likely, more, more specifically the fans, is you know I never understood the point of um, when a player leaves a certain team or city, whatever. Um, why do fans automatically go to the conclusion of ripping and burning jerseys? It's the most idiotic shit ever, you know. Um, especially, especially when they leave on the free. Right, yeah. right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You know, uh, and even if even if management trades them, like get pissed at management, you know. Not exactly, not the player. You don't need to rip the damn jersey up. And the only reason why I brought this up earlier, I was just looking and, you know, me, you know, I look up a lot of, you know, hockey stuff in Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Um, uh, they're, they're despicable in the NHL anyway. Can't stand their asses. But uh, uh, but what I saw is that one guy tweeted, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just only going to the game for one reason, one run reason only to show my frustration with ownership so i'm just going to come in there with the jersey uh of the team and, and have the owner's name on the back just to throw it on the ice and i'm thinking to myself i'm like that is the most idiotic and stupid thing i've ever uh one of the idiotic <laughs> and stupid things i've ever heard like you're just going to go to a game just to throw your jersey that onto the ice like i just understand like why do people not decide to like donate these jerseys or you know or bring it to a store, try to sell them, put them on a the market, something. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. Give them, give them to like you know, uh, uh, you know, a charity or mm-hmm. you know, or you know, um, what 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 is what is one of them stores? You know, I mean, goodwill he, stores. Give it to a goodwill thrift yeah. store. You know, any of that stuff. Stores, just, you know, just give them I mean, to was, a kid or something like that. Donate to yeah. a hospital. You know, maybe mm-hmm. one of the kids in there is a fan of the team and they would like any jersey. That they could get their hands on, like I just never understood the, the 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 point of it. Like you know, I just always think about you know, like when Durant left OKC, LeBron left Cleveland the first time. You know, uh, and even my team, we have we we did it when our former captain, who he should not be named, uh, left to go to Toronto. And when he came back, and you know, some of the fans they you know had his jersey. They actually drove over his jersey in the, in the parking lot. 
Like, it's just idiotic stuff like that. Like, it's just you spend your money on this stuff. And I get it. You know, as sports fans, we're very invested emotionally into players and these teams. And and that's and that's part of the, you know, being passionate. But I still, like I said, it's just idiotic to me when I see people say stuff like that or do stuff like that. It's like, it's like dude, what the hell? Is, like, you're not hurting the player. The player and the team don't give a shit. Like, but I'm pretty sure your wallets probably give a shit uh, at the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, whatever. To each his own, I suppose. But, yeah, I, I didn't mean to go on a tangent. I just want to get that out the way. Like, I just it just was burning inside me all day. And I told myself, like, you know what? I can need to get that. I need to get that out there, man. Yeah, it, it really be silly um, just to see, like, folks waste their hard-earned money. Right. Uh, uh, or, you know, on stuff that they bought that probably cost hundreds of dollars, too, especially if they're like very authentic jerseys. Yeah. They get traded or they leave, you know, or, you know, they spent almost a decade of their career in this one place. And, you know, their team just never gets over the hump. So he decides to try to find greater pastures, to try to win a title as soon as possible. It, they, they call it betrayal. It makes no sense. Right. And like I said, if the player's frustrated because he's on a team and they can't even get past a certain round or get to the, you know, you know, championship, you know, game or whatever the case is, like, look at fucking management. Like, management is the ones that's controlling the damn payroll and, and, and the salary cap for the organization and all this other stuff. Look at their asses. Like, give them help. Instead of the player for leaving, you know, because he felt that he wasn't being surrounded enough with the right people, uh, you know, to, to win a title, you know, stuff like that. It's, like I said, idiotic stuff. But, um, but yeah, anyway, on to the main topic here. Top five list. Um, I, before I get my answer, I want to ask you first, of course, like, wh- what do you think about the top five lists, man? Are, are, especially in sports, like, are they necessary? Or do you think it's it's... It's unnecessary. It makes no point. Like, what? What? What is your stance on that? It makes for a great debate. Uh, it makes for fun and interesting debates if healthy, um, sure. and you know if they're used in the right way. Because uh, you know, you could just because for some lists, you can use it as a proper research tool depending on a certain generation. And you know, you see like certain people's uh, top fives or top tens, and and they won't necessarily match the ones that you have. But you will always want to ask why. Or how you know you feel like this player is uh, better than your player, or you know they go talk about it. I could discuss it, and you know now we live in an age you're able to just look up clips and research players and watch their games and see how they perform and listen to interviews or documentaries on these players to see you know what made them great to begin with. So you know in some ways you know it is helpful. Uh, you know, for you know, my good discussions, but other than that, you know, it, it, it can't go into the line of you know, being uh, hot take, you know, situations, hot take debate where it's just nothing there just to irritate uh, certain sector fans and you know, just cause nothing but trouble in the process, yeah. And that's where my issue uh, lies with a lot of that, you know, with the top five list is when people that. You know, like they just they 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 say shit just for simply to just annoy the hell out of a uh, you know, like I said, a certain section uh, of of people and you know fans within the, within the sport. And, and and you also made a great point. You know, when it's done health, that's the important part. When these debates or arguments are done in the in a healthy manner, um, 
in a non-disrespectful manner either. Uh, it's just there's so many times where, you know, um, you know, a lot of people, they, they make the top fives, but yet they, they, it's, it's almost done like in, in a biased um, lens, you know, because of the fact that there's a certain player that always tortures, you know, tortures their team and, and mm-hmm. plays so great about it. And it's like, oh, no, I yeah. don't count him in there. When it's like, come on, bro. Like, if you put that to the side, you mean to tell me that that person ain't, don't deserve to be on there, at least in discussion to be on there? You know, it's just like I said for for those hot take reasons. Like uh, it's those are the ones. Those are, that's the time when it just annoys the shit out of me, man. Uh, when it comes up to those lists, and you know, and it's always, and of course, more than ever now. You know, and it happens. I feel like it happens more in the NBA than any other sport, honestly. These top five things, because you know, if no, no, it's no secret that this season for the NBA is their seventy fifth uh, anniversary, and. You know, it makes me wonder. I remember when they did uh, their uh, top fifty players. Uh, I remember back yeah. in like ni- back in like ninety six or ninety seven or something like that. They're about to do their top twenty. Um, no, top seventy five this year too. Yeah, which is going to be very interesting how they do that because you know, and that's the one thing that you got to count. You know, different eras and stuff like that. And I know there's going to be people that are probably going to be pissed if there are players that probably was on that top fifty list. You know, um, you know, however, years, many years ago, um, and they might not be on that list anymore now, you know, so that's going to be an interesting, that's going to be an interesting debate in itself, how how that's going to be taken, how that's going to be reacted, uh, reacted to, but, uh, but like I said, within the top five thing, like, and I get it, it's objective and people have different criterias for the top five and, I don't mind them at all as long as they're done in a healthy manner. But they're just sometimes, man, like those those things just, just – it makes me feel like it's what's the point, especially in the NBA because because of the fact that it stretches through so many different eras. Um, and, and and people always, you know, especially with, with now, you know, everybody wants to put the, the – almost every top five it feels like in the NBA, you're always going to have – you're going to have Jordan in there. You're gonna have Jordan, LeBron in there, and, and um, Kobe. And, and Kobe. You know, those are the three that you yeah. know are gonna see. Although I have come across some top fives where people don't put Kobe in there; they put him as like a six. So yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll have uh, Kareem up there, or um, in Magic, more than likely. Yeah, somewhere in that mix. Yeah, I'm. Hey, I mean, or Dream too. So you know, so I, I, those are always outliers. I, I for me, I put Bill Russell, Kareem, um, Jordan, LeBron, um, and I don't know who would be that last person though. That's tough. Like I want to say Kobe. I guess it could be Kobe. I guess it could be Kobe. Honestly, um, to put put that number five, uh, which is and which and that's not a bad top five too. You know that 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 list yeah. I just gave. Um, but some people may interchange. You know, exchange. Kobe for Magic, you know, and and honestly, you could you could you could make an argument that that's fair. I mean, I mean, both of them have five rings, you know. In the end, uh, that's right. Yep. You know, you know, it, it's, but I don't know, man. Part of me would feel like Magic kind of gets that extra, that extra bump in there, um, mm-hmm. because of the era that he did it in, and yeah, you had Kareem in there, you had. James Worthy, but 
um, on the team, and, and another guy, Byron Scott, and all these other you know good players that was that was on that team on, on the Showtime Lakers. But um, but yeah, you know it, you can't. It's it, it's like I say you, you could go either way with it. But then there may be somebody may feel like you know well you know how come you know wait, 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 how come somebody like a yeah, I, I don't know. Somebody from a different team that, you know, they don't feel like they're being represented in there um, in the top five. But that's for me, that's the top five greats of all time. You know, but then if you break it down to like different positions, then then you get to another thing in, by itself. But uh, I, I just really think that a lot of people uh, these days, it feels like it gets they get bent out of shape um, with. The, the, the actual placement of the numbers or who goes one or two. Like you can have a top five and not put it in a specific order. That's perfectly fine. But I feel like a lot of times people where it, it gets, it get really gets people and they get caught up and they get very, and then they kind of start to get disrespectful is when you start putting the actual in numbers in order. It's like, do you put Jordan as number one? You know, do you put Kareem as number one? Do you put Bill Russell as number one? Uh, you know, you got people out there that'll put LeBron number one. So, and, and I, and we know how the world and a lot of people yeah. in, in the basketball, uh, media and, and the lexicon and how people will, will purposely not put LeBron in, in any of that because of their own personal biases, because of the fact that he went through so many teams and all this other stuff. Um, but you know, it, it's, it comes down always to criteria, man. But but basketball is always a, the, it's always that one. That's the one sport that is just always a constant big ass argument over. I don't know if that happens in in, in football and NFL, um, baseball. I don't know how how much those top five arguments or you know really gets talked about. Because um, I think with baseball, it still comes it, it, down it to position in some ways too. Because yeah, it's very position based, right? And, and, and you know, and we um, and uh, you know, it, it also varies the same way with uh, with uh, with with soccer as well. Because you know, it's very it's heavy heavily based on the position. But yeah, when you incorporate you know home runs in the same way you do with goals. You know that does play a factor in it too. But it's it's, it's a skill set that you have. So you know, it's a, so. You know, some folks would be like, you know, my favorite outfielder, you know, probably be uh, what King Griffey Jr. Yeah, or or or, or maybe what? Because Kenny Lofton was also an outfielder too, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Those are two of my favorite outfielders. Right, you know? and um, but you know, so it did. You also got your you know, your infielders, your shortstops, uh, yep. or pitchers, and your catchers, and then you got your hitters. See, some will base the criteria off of home runs alone. Others are basic criteria off their skill set and the production that they had on both sides of the ball. So, you know, that that it play it plays a lot. And for football too, you know, that's another thing. That's also a position based, you know, sport. You know, yeah. you focus heavily on you know on the positions from receivers and quarterbacks and defenders. So yeah, so it, it does vary a whole lot compared to the NBA, which uh you know it, it encompasses everything. You know, it doesn't matter which position you play. You know, the, the roles are the same. Yeah. You know, it does. It does steps out the way. I think the only, you know, you do get your best point guards and best big man. But when it comes to overall all-time great, it will encompass everything that you do on all facets, no matter what position you play. And that's right. when things do get really screwy. You're right. 
I mean, for me, like, my, I mean, by my knowledge of soccer really isn't all that great. Um, and I'm pretty sure you, you are far like ahead than, than I am with that. But I feel like there's one specific player when it comes up to soccer. It's, it's unanimous. He, like he's in, he has, to, it's a must that he is in every top five ever. Listen, of Pele, you know, that's, yeah. uh, I mean, that's a unanimous one. Like you cannot do one without without him in there. And I mean, for me, mm-hmm. everybody other than him, for me, it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't construct a list of top five soccer, you know, uh, players ever or anything like that. Um, but it, it's, there's just certain people in certain lists that there's just undeniable ones that, that they, they have to be in there. You know, if you're, if you're really trying to be serious and have your list, you know, val- like validated um, or respected, there's just certain people that you just have to put in there. I mean, hell, I mean that would be that would be like Pele, uh, Diego Maradona, Leo Messi, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, those those mm-hmm. guys that you would throw those on the on the list. You know, Johan Cruyff. You know, those those names would be like the five names that will come out the most. Right. On a lot of folks' top five. So you know, there, there will be a couple of others as well, but those are definitely the ones that will come through, you know, and, you know, then most of them, they all play, you know, a forward or, you know, a striker. So they will, they will focus heavily on that, on that position. It'd be, it would mainly be like the top forwards or midfielders that would be looked at as like the best players, you know, of all time there in that right. sport. Right. And then, and then you know, I mean, and obviously with soccer, then you also got to incorporate it into the women's side of it, you know, and, and – you know who who's on the women's side, like considered, you know, the top. But I I don't know. I like it. it I mean, maybe you can answer this better than me. Like, I would you would you think it's more challenging on the women's side of stuff as compared to men's? Because, um, oh yeah, you know, I, I, just the exposure part of it, and well, yeah, you know, yeah, all the exposure alone, it, it is definitely tougher. But you know, all the you know all the real you know the heads that that watch, eat, breathe, sleep, sleep, watch soccer. They they will have you know they will look at you know folk you know the players up in Europe, uh, even here stateside because most of the top players in the world will also play in the WS um W NWSL as no, well. Which are going through some stuff right now. Um, if you uh, haven't been followed up on the news, but there's some controversy going on with uh what their some of their coaches and uh and uh a lot of uh, uh harassment uh, this uh, allegations that are going on, but. Yeah, there's just still the most popular le- women's league um, in America, uh, aside from like the what the European leagues. And yes, their their best players will play in both the, um, here, stateside, and in Europe. So, but um, right now, uh, I believe a lot of folks look at uh, Marta, uh, the Brazilian striker, who is like the, the best striker of all time, statistically hmm. and for real right now. So, and they did, of course, you know, you, you have our, you know, our ladies, you know, of the, the women's team, you know, you know, Megan Rapino, uh, Carly Lloyd. Uh, yeah. They, they also will get heavy considerations as well. It's like, you know, some of the greatest players, you know, of our, uh, of our time. And, you know, it, it, but it does definitely, it definitely does vary, you know, from time to time. Yeah. Shout out to Mia Ham too. <laughs> yeah, Mia Hamm. Ultimate legend. I mean, yeah, she was the first, you know, that's it. Sad we recognize, you know, that's you know, right. Hitting that game winning goal in the Women's World Cup, 
and, and doing the legendary yo know, jersey take all with the with the jersey all. No, you know, but that but that, no, but that wasn't Mia Ham though. That was Brandy Christian or something like that. Was it Mia didn't do that? No, I don't think Mia did that. Okay. I think Mia did. Maybe, maybe at some point afterwards, maybe? I don't know. Okay. I, 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 that's the only that's who, who I remember doing that at, at the end of the World Cup. Ah. I'm pretty sure that was her name. Brandy Chastain. That's her name. Yeah, Chastain. Okay. Yep. All right. But yeah. But, yeah. but possibly Mia did had did have the assist there. So she probably I think that's what it was. Well, yeah. Because no, I thought maybe I thought maybe maybe it was a penalty kick though. I could have sworn it was a penalty kick. Or it was like a hmm. a um it was tied and maybe they went to like a it was like a maybe it was like a a shootout, not shootout, but a kickoff. Like oh, wow. how do they how do they call it in soccer? Like when if it's it not a penalty on, shot, it depends, it depends on the tournament. It depends on the game. Uh, I know tournament games it will go to a penalty shootout after extra time. Maybe that's what so, it was. Yeah. So you know, other than that, they they will have penalties in game, but that the shootout will happen after you know after you know regu- um after um yeah regulation. So, okay. Yeah, that's that's probably what it was, but even um, but even back to the whole top five stuff, like, and, and even with us, and we, we've here, and I know we hear this at so many so many times, um, and this has been also a big debate, even within wrestling, right? Even within wrestling, the top five, it's, it is. Oh yeah. I mean, next to the NBA, that's the one that's no. I mean that that that's the thing that changes almost every year at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Like, I mean, you have it's for it's a criteria, you know. Do you go both? Do you go mostly based off of championships, the technical aspect of, you know, the actual wrestler, wrestler, you know, like, you know, how, how do you how do you really, uh, you know, what are you basing the list off of, you know, like you could even think about wrestling. I mean, I guess for me, top my, for me, my personal top five, it's, uh, I mean, it has flair has to be in there. Uh, you gotta have Flair Hogan is in there. Uh, as much as the dumb shit he has said over the years, like he's he's in there. Like those those two is a given. Um, and I feel like at the t- those two, that's when everything kind of gets shaky. Um, I guess you have to you have to put Taker in there. Um, just based off uh, of the longevity uh, too. Um, Sin Austin. But that's the thing, uh, though. See, see, but that's that's the issue, man. It's like Shawn Michaels, right? Like, where does where does he get where does he get put in? Where does John Cena get put in there? Yeah, Cena too. So it's it's a lot. It, it but it, it changes so much, man. Bret Hart, where do you put him in there? You know, <laughs> uh, it's it's a lot. It, it, it's a, it's a lot of guys, and uh, it, I mean, like you said, I feel like it changes more frequency within within wrestling than. Than like with other sports, um, as far as those top five lists, but I mean, it, it's at the, like you said, they they are a great like debate, a topic, you know, starter to talk about. But I feel like it also those those arguments after a while though you kind of get talk, tired hearing about them or, or talking about them because it's just like you know, it just gets kind of annoying it, it, after a while. Because, and I remember Michael Jordan once said, 
and, and he has pointed out many times, like, you know, when people call him the greatest of all time and, you know, he, he, he never really, he's not going to ever fully acknowledge that because he understands that you have to take in consideration of different eras. And, you know, there are people that will not put Bill Russell in there, even though he's championship wise in the NBA, he has the most rings as a player. Yeah. Um, but they don't want to put him in there because he played in the league where, you know, it was like he, <laughs> like 12, 13 teams. And and he's like, you know, he was, his, were, and his scoring numbers were even that high, too. Like no. he was very defensive minded. He was a heavy, strong rebounder. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So because of his scoring numbers being lower than, say, like a Will Chamberlain or, or Kareem Radu Jabbar or Kim Olajuwon. You know, folks don't look at him as this type of dominating. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal, too. Folks don't look at him as this type of dominating big when, in actuality, he pretty much was in his time. See, see Shaq, though, Shaq normally goes in. Like, I don't ever hear Shaq in, like, top five ever. But, the like, if you're doing a centers, yeah, he's in there. It's just you crazy, know? too, when you think about that, though. You know, yeah. because, uh, because, yeah, Shaq's, because everyone says, like, Shaquille O'Neal's peak is still considered like the highest of high peaks, you know, mm-hmm. outside of Michael Jordan. You know, when he was really on, he was pretty much the most dominant player ever. Uh, but you never do see him in that, that top five kind of top five discussion. So you barely, maybe barely see him in the top ten discussion at times. And, yeah, but sure. no one really bats an eye to it. No one really thinks of it. I think also because of that, you know. That's probably the reason why Shaquille O'Neal be the way that he is um, when he's analyzing the game or you know the or criticizing the players of today, uh, because you know his his the, the his placement in history and in, in the game is such in flux. Yeah, you know he is highly revered, but he's not seen as like you know like the all time great of, you know of his you know of the all time generations. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and even the, you know, even just if you, if you try to do a top five like scores ever in the NBA, you know, even that's kind of you know it, it, that's hard to do too, um, because you've had many prolific scores over the history of the NBA, and, and the majority of them happened within you know the the modern era, I guess as they call it, you know, um, ever since 1980. You know, I mean, you had. Good, very good, prolific scorers. Guys that that maybe only had like maybe two, three good years of scoring, and you know, then they dropped off. And then you got guys that they're just an automatic bucket. Like, uh, you know, Durant is is one scorers. Like that. That's I feel like that's not really debatable about that. Um, you know, Kareem is. I mean, he's the top. He's the all-time scoring leader, <laughs> you know. So you know, and and then then you got Jordan in there too. So it the list it it, it varies and it changes often, and it's kind of like it's kind of hard, you know, to, to try to come up with these lists. But I think, but you know what I think about what's probably the hardest top five list, um, like with the NBA, for example, yeah. is the top five players that never won a title. And that's, I feel like it's a little bit of a, that's, I think, I feel like it's kind of hard to do. I mean, you could put, 
as much as I want to say his name, I mean, I guess you could put Carmelo in there. Huh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, like I mean, Charles Barkley for sure. Barkley, yeah. You know, you got some. I mean, there's guys there you could put in that list. Um, but yeah, Chris Paul, still Chris, Chris Paul. Um, yeah, at this point, some people will still put they'll put Mello in there. I I don't know. You know, I was like, do you really put Mello in there? Like, you really got to think about you know a, a long long time. You know, as far as guys that just didn't win. Ewing, Patrick Ewing didn't win one. Yeah, you know, like you said, um, you know, yeah, you know, like like those guys. Uh, you know, I I don't want to say Matumbo's in there, but Matumbo had Sean. Listen, it, Sean Kemp. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't yeah. think he's won one. Barry, Gary Payton, he I don't think he's he's won one. Also, so there's a lot of guys. There there's a lot of guys on that list. Um, he, he has won one. He won he? one with Miami. Yeah, he won oh, one with that's Miami. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah, he, he was on that team. Yeah, yeah. Payton's won one. Jeez. Wow. Okay. That that was that was a weird ass team, man. <laughs> yeah, Anton Walker and Jason Williams. Yeah, uh, Alonso Morning. <laughs> oh a my hipster. gosh! It's a Shaq, you know, a young Dwayne Wade. He managed to get it done by hook or crook, you know. You know right. No well, recollection of that that final series. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely by hook or crook on that one. You know, um, it, it's and then it, it's like I said, they're they're great debates and and. They have their place, but don't ever have these arguments. While you know, it, it feels like every time there is like a a, a gathering uh, of friends, like that topic just always seems to wind up coming up out of nowhere. And it's even worse when you got a whole pe- bunch of a bunch of dudes that just you know we all everybody been drinking. So of course, like that in, that intensifies everything because there's always that one person that really takes it personal that. They don't agree with your list, <laughs> and then they get all loud, and then and then it's just always yeah. then chaos ensues from there. Like I can I cannot I can't stress how many times I've seen simple you know top five discussions that really were so very innocent turn out to be like very tense a very tense atmosphere because. Alcohol was involved in, you know, <laughs> leading up, like involved in there, just drinking, whatever. And, and it just always, and it didn't bust out into, uh, into mayhem and chaos. You know, it, there is, it, it, it ain't even just only within, and honestly, it's not even just simply within sports. I mean, music is a very objective, you know, the, the list that comes up in there, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, she, uh, yeah, hip hop top five, dead or alive. Oh man. yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, it makes me wonder. Um, and I think it was Jamel Hill that that said the other day, or not the other day, like a while ago, maybe like a month or two ago. And I, I, I kind of agree with her on, you know, when it comes to the top five list, like they're they're forever evolving, and unfortunately, there are just certain people that is going to be put off of that list as you know time goes on because there will be better people there there, i mean it's just that's just evolution of 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 of, of life and music you know specifically that there's always going to be somebody that's going to be a better rapper than than the person in the last generation like at some point 
there's going to be at some point, whether people like it or not, and I can't say if it's going to happen within our lifetime, whatever, it may, but Tupac and Biggie is not going to be in the top five at some point. There's going to be, there's, I mean, mean, it's it's just. Depending on some people you talk to, they probably aren't right now. Right. You're very right about that. And people, a lot of time, people feel offended when if you don't add Biggie and Tupac, but I'm like, all right, y'all, like, like there's been, you know, there's been a lot of people that that could easily be on that list and knock both of them out. You know, it's and it's like I said, it's 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 subjective and you know, and, and people have their their bias and different criteria. I remember um uh last month uh was having a discussion, as a matter of fact, and it made and it, it really wasn't a top five. It was just more so just a uh overall discussion about um entertainers like who who is going to wind up being the greatest entertainer ever um i mean right now obviously michael jackson is is right is number one yeah um but the debate and i think they and i don't know if you've seen this and this was like all over social media when somebody at some point said that drake is is the best entertainer uh over michael jackson right now and i'm like "Mm, yeah i'm not i can't i can't agree with that you know i i just can't agree with that and i don't me personally, do I ever think Drake will be like the greatest entertainer ever? Ah, uh, man, I'll put it this way. And I tell a lot of people this. You go to a Drake concert, you're not passing out on the side of Drake. You're not passing out. You're not crying hysterically. Like, like no. Not, you're not going to see grown men passing out and crying hysterically just at the sight of Drake on stage. You know, that's just not going to happen. I mean, and there probably is a couple of people that, you know, they're really Drake fanatics, and maybe they will be like that. I don't know. But I, I to this day, you cannot convince me that that, like, Michael Jackson had people, grown-ass men, masculine motherfuckers, right? <laughs> and, and they're in the crowd front, front, at the front row, and they're just losing their. We talking. We talking about shit. killers too. We talk about thug dudes, man. Right. Gangsters. Right. Man. Nah, man. I can't. I'm sorry. There, there is just no way I could ever agree to that. Uh, I, I just can't. I just can't. And you know what? And, and and I put her in a category. I put Beyonce in a category too. Um, honestly, because listen. If we being yeah, real here, up there. if she we really, there, if we being real here, man, like, there, Beyonce. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. Never was, and I don't think I'll ever be that. But there's no denying that that woman puts on a hell of a damn show. Like, there's no denying that at all. And you kind of, you'd be a fool to deny yeah, true. that she does not put on a hell of a damn show. All right, that's just the way it is. And that's, just, and, and that's just facts, you know. Uh, like I said, you know, is she the greatest? Is she a great actor? No. Do I think consider her the greatest singer ever? Mm, maybe not. And that's and that's no no disrespect because she's you know she's a great singer in her own right. But uh, but as far as entertainment purposes, like shit, she is far and away the the, the best entertainer out there. I right. right now currently yes. Yeah, right now yes. Like, as far as you know, our our generation's concerned, like in this timeline, like right now, this time frame, she is 
by far like the best entertainer. Mm-hmm. Straight away. Born on. Yeah. Born on. But and and but as you had mentioned early before, you know, about uh you know, especially within hip hop, man. Like for for you, like what is I don't know, man. What's your personal top five? I'm just out of curiosity when it comes up to hip hop. My personal top five? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, Das, Blue, uh, Ghostface. Let's see. Uh, Els, um, yeah, Elsi. And, uh, Also, like it, it does, it does bounce around from time to time. I like a lot, yeah. But right now, like I, I really love, um, you know, Brock Marciano as well. So that's, okay. that's currently like my top five. Okay. You know, and, and, Yo, and, and, so and, it, it varies, man. And even within the hip hop community, like they don't, and this is always funny. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you've seen this so many times, man. And especially all those, all those years yeah. when he was, you know, writing articles and stuff you know and hip-hop community they're very and rightfully so they, they're very um it's, it's a very sensitive topic and when it comes up to, to hip-hop because you got people who will put their list strictly off of the best lyricists and then you got just straight up spitters out there and yeah you know and that adds another degree of you know of, of difficulty in that uh, you know, but uh, it, it's that's tough. Like for me, my personal top five and people that winds up, anybody that's listening to this, do not laugh at me on this because, like I said, this is my top five. And fuck you if you don't this if you don't agree. It's okay. <laughs> I, I it, it's okay. I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, and I may show my age in this. Um, number one, KRS will always KRS will always be in the list for me. Um. KRS One is in there, um, Nas is in there, Jay Z is in there. Um, trying to think the other one. Uh, LL will be in there. LL Cool J will be in there for me. Um, and rounding out my top five, as far as rappers is concerned, oh, I may catch flack for this, but it is what it is. I'm gonna put Kanye in five. Oh, I'm put Kanye in five. I had I had him in my five at one point in my life. He's still in my ten. If that is that fair? <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's fine. And, and honestly, like the, the Kanye part, like that last spot. Yeah. I mean, really, that 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 part can move a lot. Um, but it, those four, those four first four that I mentioned, they're not moving anywhere. They're they are permanently on my list. And mm-hmm. people could say, like, oh, Mo, you sound like an old head. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. I know what I like. I know what I love. I know who I, who I love in, in, in the history of rap. That's those four at the beginning. Um, but actually, you know what? Man. See, and this is tough because I forgot one person. And he deserves to be... Up there on that list, Rakim deserves to be on that list. Yeah. So you know what, man, man, that's see, 
Kanye would have to go. Rakim is going to have to go over Kanye. He's going to have to go mm. over there because it's. Uh, uh, that's just that's just that's just how I look at it. You know what? Yeah, Kanye is just going to have to be pushed to number six. I'm sorry. <laughs> like a, a lot, of, and I know a lot of my choices. They're they're old rappers from a different generation. I get it. Yeah, um, you're, you're you're a massive old head with this one, man. I, I I really am, and <laughs> but that's just you know, for me, that's just how I am, and that doesn't mean that. And I'm pretty sure at some point, man. Um, you know, if you ask me again in 20 years, I mean that that list may definitely change. Honestly, it could change. Um, I, I I've you know Drake is on my top 10. I I put him on my top 10 simply because of the fact that when I you know now more than ever when I when I look at everything that he has done in his career, and you look at the numbers and and you think of the songs. I think the other thing you guys so got looked at is, is the songs. How many of these songs that this artist or rapper has done that you thoroughly enjoy listening to, you love, and it's a song that you have to hear? Like, like there's no, there's no point in a song where you just only want to hear one snippet of it and that's it, and you can do what, and, and you don't have to hear the rest <laughs> of it. But there's just certain people that you hear a song, you just li- you just have to listen to it the whole through, maybe even run it back one more time couple of times and the replay that and, and replay value of, of, of whatever the rapper is. And um, yeah, you got it. I, I will, I will admit Drake over the years, the more I think about it, like, man, that man has put out so many damn songs that I, re- I could listen to the whole thing. I know the words, you know, it had many quotables in there. Um, yeah. You know, but that's, but for me, that's how I look. I just look at just all the people that I mentioned in my list. You know, for me, I know their songs like almost the back of my hand. You know, uh, as far as their whole catalog is concerned. Uh, but then you could also, you know, if you dive into who do you think is, you know, top five, you know, rap groups of all time. And it's like, well... When you think of groups, like you mean like a group of two, group of three guys, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, so you got trios and duos, right. you have collectives. Like right. that, it really is a fine line. So I normally exactly. just stick with just duos when it uh, when it comes to like you know top five. Like oh. I'm sticking strictly with the duos. So then it's either two MC duos or rapper producer duos. Right. So, you know. Right. Yeah, it's it's. It's a, it's a lot of complexities, you know, that make it what, what will be like a perfect top five or, you know, all time great, great right. list. You know what I mean? Wu Tang Clan is a group, but you can't just you can't just put them to the side because they're only, yeah. you know, because there's there's more than two guys in there. Yeah, as is three six, you know. Yeah, so you, you gotta got we gotta put them in because you know they are a group, they're a collective. That's it. But yeah, you know, they, they're very influential. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, but it's like there's only so many groups, and you got to add in labels, and you got to add in groups yeah. within groups. Yeah, it, it's Emerson Hot Boys it, with cash so, money. So right, right, right. So it's yeah, that's that's tough, and it you know, and I try to, and, and that's the beauty of you know for me, and I know a lot of my list is like New York up north based. Um, because a lot of it is that, I mean, that's just what I grew up on. And, and I mean, that's just my environment. That's just, that's just who I am. I mean, that's just part of my DNA, you know, but, um, you know, I will say 
you know, moving out from New York and even moving down here in, in Virginia, you know, and being exposed to, you know, more more Southern based music, whether it's R&B, rap, hip hop, doesn't matter. Um, you know, it does it does make you think and, and it does make you ponder and wonder like, all right, well, I feel like to leave such and such out of that would be a disservice because just because their impact on, with their music didn't resonate up north like that doesn't mean that they don't deserve that top five recognition themselves. You know, um, yeah. you know, it, 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 you look at it specifically with like producers, right? You know, we all know in a lot of people, they will put, you know, Teddy Riley would be producer, you know, but then it's like, what, at what point do you start, start that, start that list? Because I mean, Quincy Jones is a producer. You're yeah. going to leave him out that list, you know? So, uh, it, it, you know, Quincy Jones, uh, uh, Teddy Riley, I mean, Babyface is a top, yeah. you know? <laughs> Do you put Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree's in there? And then you got, obviously, you know, Missy and you got Pharrell. You know, you got all these all these people. Like, how do you come up with that? Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Jimmy Jam know. and Terry Lewis, right. Like, so much to add in there, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, Oh my gosh! Like this, I mean, then you know Barry Gordy, like Motown. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you leave him out of there? You know, so uh, it's 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 crazy, man. But I think you know what though, out of between the two, out of music and sports, I think for me, I get more joy, more fun out of music. Yeah. Top five yeah. list because I feel like those are more. Pe- I feel like the arguments are more peaceful. Anyway, when it comes up to music, it's dependent depending on what the discussion at hand too. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, but they're a little bit more peaceful, a little more nuanced, and, and just fun because it's going to be mo- mostly with like-minded individuals you're discussing it with anyway. Exactly, exactly. And mm. I feel like a lot more people they resonate. With music is, is, I always say, music is the the the, the, the most ultimate. You know, uh, it's 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 a transcendent language. It's a language that everybody understands. One way, like they're just that's just one language that everybody understands. No matter what type of genre, what type of music that you listen to, everybody loves music. One way or another. So, you know, it, that's that's a universal language in itself. But definitely find I find more happiness when having those type of discussions because, you know, and then also, you know, I think with music, having those those type of discussions, it also when you think about the artist and you think about the songs that the artist has done, it also, you know, is one of those things that you, it makes you think about the first time you actually heard the artist and their music and how much of an influence and impact it made on you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like that the, the impact is more deeper with that than it is with, with sports because obviously not everybody loves sports, but you'd be damned if you find a person that says, oh, I don't like music. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, that that that's that's pretty non-existent. If they if they don't like music, then then why are they even here on this earth? I, right. right, because it's it's it is basically the you know an embodiment of life. Exactly. Right. Right. So I mean, it, it's but overall, though, you know, like I said, do I? I feel that top five list. You know, I guess they're a necessary thing. You know, because you have to have some type of a gauge on to to compare 
um, certain people to because, you know, there's just certain there's just certain people that may be put in that list. And, you know, one person may feel that they're worthy, but the whole other people just feel like now nah, that person is not worthy to be on there. But at the end of the day, man, it's like if it's your own personal list, fuck what anybody else thinks about it because it's your personal one. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's yours. You know, at the end of the day, don't ever forget that whatever top five list that you ever do, whether it's sports, music, whatever the case may be, even movies, I guess, like always keep yeah. in mind, you should never like, honestly, you should never feel offended if somebody disagrees with your top five. You shouldn't mm-hmm. because that's your personal one. Nobody's going to take that away from you. You know, yeah, you know, people may say some dumb shit, may trash, may, may have some insult about your taste in music, but at the end of the day, honestly, fuck them. No, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. You know, that that's that list is that belongs to you, and you have every right to change that list as often as you want to. Um, if you want to, and, and, and the list that you have, it, it, the criteria that you use, if that's if that's works best for you, then the hell with it, man. Like, go ahead and and and, and do that. Use that, and don't ever feel like any of these people. Don't let them bully you into changing your list at all. At yeah. all, like no, 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 no. Yeah, you gotta change it. Change it on your own fruition, man. With the exception change it on your own fruition, when when you know when after some time when you're uh, when you get the get a different experience and uh, you know a different way and a different understanding on certain artists or certain things. Yeah, you know, probably your you know your view will change, but you know that's all on you. It does have to be goaded into it or whatnot. You know. Although. <laughs> You know what? You know what it reminds me of. Now that I'm thinking about it, when we're talking about this, um, yeah. it reminds me of that episode of Tough Enough. And I, I oh, which one? And uh, so, what's it? The newer ones? No, well, one of the more recent ones that when Austin yeah. was hosting it. With Austin, oh, oh, oh my I god! Think you, I think you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, is this the one where he where he meet up with Adrian? Yes. Oh, yes. he he looks like he's about to catch an aneurysm. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh man! That meme, I say, I have that meme in my phone. I will always like that. Is like a, that's a gold A plus meme to me. His reaction <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I forgot who did she say that she, that was like on her on her list or something like that. I forgot who she was. It was a match that she uh, talked about that she liked. Okay. It was like, uh, and, and also, it's like, that was the fucking match. He, <laughs> he, he just was like holding his head. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me see if I, can, if I can find something like that. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, I, it was the most, it was just one of those moments. It was like, what? What? Like, I've seen that happen. And I've seen that happen a lot of times. So, like, I don't know if you also notice, like on Instagram, you know, WWE will always WWE. First of all, they're the, they're funny as shit when it comes to that stuff because I feel like they'd be purposely putting up these lists that they know that nobody really fully agrees with, and they just do that shit on purpose because it, it creates a a buzz and a lot of people going to and then it's in, you know engagement, audience engagement, and numbers, and that's all. That's all they care about. And we spoke about it before we had started recording. You know how that their their content. You know, company now. That's all they matter. That's all that matters to them these days, more than anything. But a lot of times, man, I'd be looking at their list and I'm like, you, you like, there is no way you could be serious. There's no way you could be serious. 
Like I remember, I think one time they had um, the most recent time they were at a they had a uh, a, a live a live. <laughs> Hey, hey, bro. Sorry to hold you off of that, but I, I found the uh, the clip of Adrian oh, saying man. her favorite her favorite match. What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, Melina and Alicia Fox. Which is no no disrespect to them. Like I love them, but. Come on, man! No disrespect to either one of them, like no. to Alita, Alicia Fox. They're 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 pretty they're pretty good workers, you know, great folks, you know, all together. But that no, that no. that's not the match. No, no. Oh, no. Not, even, not even Alita versus Trish Stratus. Like you know, none of that. But that, that should be the match. Should be like, oh shit, this is what I want to get into right here. <laughs> oh my god. Like, like now, to be fair, you know, I, I, I mean, did again. It's Ray Mysterio. I mean, I watched Ray Mysterio growing up. And I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Yeah, because he was awesome. He yeah. was doing Hurricanes off the top rope. You right, know? right. I don't know what the fuck Molina. I don't even know which match it was. I can't, man. <laughs> that sounded like a show that was like on main event or something like that, right? Oh goodness. Or like a you dark know. match. Like it's, that sounded like a match that probably was like a like a dark match. Before Raw or pay per view, something maybe like on a pre show, and it's like a know. two minute, two minute bathroom break on Raw. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, and it's just like out of all the matches, you say that one, man, man. No, but that's but, uh, that's like saying Smiles and Stop South Star deserve to be on the, the top five hip hop groups ever. <laughs> like, like what? Out of all the people, what? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, that's the sheer ridiculousness of that. Oh, man. See, is, there, are certain, so much, man. there are certain cases like that where I that reaction, that, like, what reaction is warranted? Yeah. You know, there are just certain little, like, like huh? cases like that. Right. It's like, oh, but back to the point I was saying before, yeah, play that clip. Like, I remember a while back ago. Um, on WWE the Instagram page, they had did like a a, a list or something like that of uh, like top five like moments in Madison Square Garden history within the company. And I swear, I, I, Chris, I felt insulted at the fact that I looked at all these all these like all the the the, the ones that they chose. They did not put in Austin Stunning McMahon for the first time. In that list. Oh, wow. How do you, out of all the moments within that arena, how in the hell do you not put that in there? Like, that literally was a point. That was a breaking point of your greatest economic boom. (laughs) Not really, not only within the company, but within the wrestling industry. And you don't even put that part in there. I don't know. Like to me, I was just like, I, I was incredulous over that one, man. I, wow. I, I, I maybe maybe it legitimately did slip their mind, but who who knows? That's that's still pretty crazy. That's why I'd be thinking, man. They be doing stuff on purpose. They be not adding, putting stuff on purpose because they know. I know what their 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 main thing is catering into like the the the, the kids and, 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 and like teens. 
or ones like the like you know that the, the early twenties. You know what I mean? Like people like born after two thousand. You know, for the most part, they I feel like they cater a lot of those lists to. And that's not the meant. That's not to say that there has been a memorable moments that would happen since two thousand in there. Um, but in that arena, but this is still. I'm like that's. I, I get it. You may be tired of putting that on so many lists, but damn it, that was a big moment in your company's history and in the, the history of you doing throwing events in that building. I don't. That's. That's just my opinion on it. That's how I feel. I may be a little bit biased because, you know, going to so many shows in that arena and stuff. But man, that, that I, I I felt offended and insulted when they did that. Man, yeah, what what was on the list? I honestly can't I remember. I'm... I cannot remember what else was on that list. I just only remember that was not on that list. Oh wow! I think they may have put. You know what? One did, of the did, moments. Did they, did they put Kofi, you know, hitting the boom drop on uh Randy Orton through that table? I mean, that was a pretty big moment. Maybe I can't remember. I, you know what? I one of the the moments they did put in there was um that tag match between Jericho against Undertaker and John Cena, um, uh-huh. years ago. And I remember, and I remember specifically that match because of the ending when I think Undertaker was. I think Undertaker was champion still. And he was the world heavyweight champion. And at the end, he had Tombstone John Cena. And I was at the point when everybody was like, all right. You know, everybody knew the Undertaker, like his streak, what was going on. And everybody was kind of like thinking like, oh, who's could possibly, you know, end his streak. And that was, you know, everybody thought like that was, oh, they, they they were setting up for a match between him and Cena in the future, you know, or the next, like the following WrestleMania. And, which never, obviously, never happened until '34, and we was there. Uh, I was there for that one. You, I don't think you yeah. was there for that one for '34. You was there no. at '30. But no, I was um, there for '30. Right. And even then, some like I still kind of like I'm a little bit sad that the match happened so many years later. And Taker even admitted like that wasn't his one of his best showings too. But um, but still, like, I, I they put I think they had put that match in the list. Um, and and probably other ones too, man. Uh, but I, I felt I felt a certain way. I don't know if they added the um. I, I can't remember if they had put the the street fight between Triple H and and, and Mick Foley from Royal Rumble two thousand. Uh, I don't I don't think they put that in there. That was a great match, a grueling match. And yeah, that match was great. That that match was just great, and and it really was. I know a lot of people point to with Triple H in his career. I know a lot of people point mm-hmm. to um his ladder match for the IC title at SummerSlam in 98 against The Rock. You know, really and honestly that was a match that made both of them and that, yeah. that put them into the, that upper, you know, the upper echelon. But for Triple H though, I think as far as credibility is concerned and him as a champion and, and as far as the trust the company had with like that that match with 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 Mick Foley at the Rumble like that was the match really that put him as as a serious main event yeah. right there. You know, so yeah. so the fact I like that's a match that I would have definitely put in there. Um uh, and that's a, and honestly I, I really have to think long and hard about that one. Uh one day one day I will I will actually think about that one time and 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 say it on here, you know, what that what that top 5 for that. But I already named 
two two of them that would be my top five. Um, it, it's shit. I don't think they even put the the cage match match between Jimmy Snooker and Don Morocco. <laughs> I don't think they even put that match in there. I, I mean, I don't know if they would at this time. You know, I, they, they, I, know, so, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like they would cater. They're catering more to yeah. people now. But uh, but it's just me. I, I I would. I think that's more of an honorable mention. But I think it's because the significance of it. I feel like that match is only really as big as it is because of Mick Foley. You know, and, and how him going to see that match and that that was a major influence to him and his whole character development. But that's neither here nor there, though. But um, and I I don't want to go anymore on a tangent. But at the end of the day, man, um, as, as we wrap this up. Uh, like I said, top five lists, you know, we all know that they're very subjective and people will have their personal biases towards that. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they, they, they are, it is a very interesting talking point, debate, debate, debate topic. Um, yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, though, I really feel like a lot of people now, especially now these days with social media, um, being so heavy and it feels like the NBA now is so much drama driven that it kind of like people like fans like feed into it. And then they, uh-huh. they're so consumed in it that they become part of that culture too. There's like a toxic, like hot take culture where it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, um, and, and you mentioned it too. You've seen it now more than ever. I remember you, you pointed out to me how it's just so a lot of it is just a lot of drama driven now. With the NBA, yeah, yeah, that's just practically what it is. Right, just from the media to the social media to you know how how they pretty much operate within the league uh, is is all all based on drama hoopla. Like look what we're seeing right now, <laughs> going yeah. into the start of the season. You know, it, it's it's not really about the basketball; it's about who is getting vaccinated or not. Right, right. You know, when so really, at the end of the game, at the end of the day, it should be focused on. The game on the court, what's being done, um, yeah. and, and, and really that's all that matters in the end. Um, which it will, it will go. We mentioned that in the in the last episode. Like it'll it'll go back to that eventually. It will soon enough. But I will say this before before we go away, my Bulls are looking great. My Bulls are looking nice. Um, They're looking good, man. I, I I like I I like it a lot what I see from them, and they will be a playoff team. They're not going to be a bubble team. They. They will actually make the playoffs, I guess, the old school way now, you know, without playing the playing game. I believe. I mean, I, I hope, I hope they, I hope they can. I hope they can get through there because, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough year. But they, 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 they have, they have what it takes to make it this time around. And you know, and Demar, like, really, just having someone like Lonzo Ball and Demar Derozan, yeah, to really take a lot of the uh, the playmaking and, you know, scoring weight off of Zach Levine. That, that just should make the team a whole lot better in the long run. Definitely, definitely. Hey, man, the, for me, the icing on the cake this season, give me a Knicks Bulls playoff series. Give me that, man. I just want that. I don't care about any other series really in the playoffs. Give me that. That's all I want. I don't well, think it's going to happen. The only way that I could even see that happening is if it's like a 4-5 matchup, honestly. And I think it would be a bit of a stretch for me to say my Bulls going to be uh, a, a a four or five seed. It's a bit of a stretch yeah, that, to that, go that, that far, be, right? It's, 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 same, same can be said for the Knicks too, man. But it is agree. We never know. We never really know 
of, no. of this league and what, what's the, what's to come from it from between um those two teams and what's going on in the play in the playoff race. So yeah, but October twenty eighth, man, yeah, you should be getting ready for that. That'll be the first meetup between those two teams. So oh, oh I already know. My father had texted me yesterday about it. Like he he had spoken to him in the morning. And he was like, I just want to let you know before I get off the phone with you, my Knicks are looking great. And I'm like, all right, great. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. But then later on, he goes and texts me. He's like, just always remember, October 28th. I was like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> right, man. Like, you're doing a lot of talking right now. Like, yeah, y'all finished at a good with a good seed last year. But y'all overachieved. So, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go into it, man. This is not, this is not the episode for that. But, Yes, I agree. I got that date circled on my calendar on my phone, and I am waiting for that game to happen. Cause, damn it, I I I need that. I need that in my life. But um, uh, but anyway, man. But uh, like I said, uh, do more of these type of things, these type of discussions. Um, you know, we kind of trying to like break the monotony of stuff of you know trying to establish a little routine here. But uh, once again, like I said, we have a uh, got our Instagram page, No Words Bardcast. Um. Go ahead and follow it. Um, also got a Facebook page, No Words Barred Podcast. Like you can search for it, it'll show up. Go ahead, like it, uh, follow it. Um, so what you know on there. Um, we also, like I said, to the podcast in general, Spotify, Google, um, Apple, on there, subscribe, review, rate us. Doesn't yes, matter. Man. Give us feedback, let us know. There's we every episode we let you all know how to contact us. You know, on Twitter, you know, rappers are actors for him. Me, Mo underscore B underscore knowing. Like, uh-huh. if, you, if you hear us on here, you got ways to contact us. Let us know. Tell us tell us how you feel about it. Um, like I said, um, still working on a lot of stuff. Um, hopefully by the end of the weekend, have more a lot more stuff on our Facebook page since I just recently created it. Uh, and, you know, so posting episodes on there, links. All that mess. That's also another way for you to con- feed, give us feedbacks, uh, mm-hmm. feedback on, on our stuff. Um, so yeah, we want to engage with people. We want to make sure that everybody has a little piece of something that they listen to. And doesn't matter if you're listening to five minutes of our podcast or the whole or the whole episode. The support appreciated. Appreciated a lot. We are being heard internationally. I haven't checked the numbers lately, but the last time I really checked the numbers as far as how much. Uh, people have been listening to us the whole time after like, I think at the time after 12 episodes, it was like 350 yeah. people. I mean, 350 right. listens. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. For a start, for the start, not bad. Still want to grow. But, uh, but yes, thank you. Love y'all, everybody. Uh, Chris, always a great pleasure doing this with you. And Always, man. And until the next time, great. people, be safe, love one another, respect one another, and don't Kill anybody over no top five list, please. We don't. Uh, no, we man. will not be held responsible it's, it's, for any of that it's, stuff. It's not that serious, dog. It's Go never. Don't touch grass, man. Ne- right, right. Breathe air, touch grass, and touch ass. Do something you know, other than debating on some dumbass top five list. Okay, that's a great slogan that a weed company needs to think about. Touch grass and touch ass. You know what? Never mind. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>